0: Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman at Michigan. He is part of the Wolverine.com Michigan football podcast that you can hear on a weekly basis. He's checking in. And yeah, man, I you know, I I wanna say, oh God, Harbaugh, you know, every year, contracts, uh, NFL jobs. Oh, it's gonna kill the program. Yet the last two years, as I told John Borton and Clayton Safey, From the Wolverine.com, Doug, all they've done is win the Big Ten, the Hammer, Ohio State, and twice, and get to the college football playoff twice, even with their postseason drama.
1: Well, I I think, Bill, I think this is a symptom, and and you and I have talked about this before, I think this is a symptom of what college football has become right before our eyes in just a few short years. Everything's a one-year deal. And certainly we know that from a lot of players who shift around every year, and the coaches do the same thing, and you know, we talk about Jim Harbaugh in and, and January and entertaining other offers, and I, I just think that everything is, 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 uh, is momentary, it seems, in, in college football. And I don't think this is the Jim Harbaugh thing. I, I think that a lot of coaches, maybe not all, but a lot of coaches that are looking around college football right now are taking a more serious look at the NFL because of its structure and stability of managing a roster, And I don't think Jim Harbaugh is an exception. And and every time I hear that, oh, Jim Harbaugh says he's staying and and he's going to be in Ann Arbor, I think, yeah, that's probably absolutely true until something better comes along. And then he's going to take a hard look at it, just like the players are doing themselves with all the freedom and the transfer and the NIL money that they have.
0: But isn't that life uh, outside of marriages and sometimes even in marriages where you're always looking to upgrade, right? Yeah, I, I think there's some parallels there for sure.
1: I mean, it's the way it is in the business world. You know, obviously, there's some non-competes that that uh, some companies will try to impose upon some of their employees, and various states have different legal strength to uphold those things. Certainly, I'm no lawyer, but uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think we all look for the bigger and better deal that makes sense, and for us, and we can do it. Then we take a hard look at it, and I don't think Jim Harbaugh is any different. You know, again, this. This kind of goes back to the broke record, broken record I keep talking about, that the era that all of us college football fans knew and loved uh, certainly changed in the last 10 years. But just in the last two years, this the door has been blown wide open. And I didn't think anything goes now with uh, player movement in college football and the transfer portal and Jim Harbaugh looking around and the NFL is calling me and maybe take a serious look at it. And, you know, maybe if it's not the Broncos and I'm going to make a statement and come out and say I'm staying in Ann Arbor, maybe not. You know, I think it, I just think it's so fluid, and we won't know for sure. I, I, I just don't think we'll know for sure for anything until spring football starts. And I think at that point, you know, your coach is probably either here or he's already gone.
0: Mixing in NIL deals where another school will offer a better deal, and it's really professional sports with one-year deals. I agree with you. Coaches are held to a buyout. Uh, I, I don't know why contracts aren't given to a coach that says, look, you're going to see your contract through unless we fire you or we mutually agree, uh, but that's not the way college sports works, and the players have freedom to move. The coaches have freedom to move, and and I, I, I doubt Indy would be the last option now if they jump into the game, but you know, I, I thought Harbaugh, on Harbaugh watch, I've said he's staying 17 times in the last 21 days and said he's going 18 times. <laughs> Well, that's not
1: surprising <laughs> but you know bill at this you know, the buyouts are only as is you know the buyouts nowadays in college football they, they need to be pretty pretty massive for anybody to blink at i mean if you're an nfl team and you're serious about going after and getting a coach then you know what's a four or five million dollar buyout it's tip money i mean yeah that's that's nothing so uh you know i don't know that, that really has a whole lot of strength to it but uh you know, I think you and I talked about this as well, Bill. I, I just not, I'm not convinced that Jim Harbaugh's passing football offense, the, the passing offense that you, that you and I talked about the last time I was on your show, 79th in the, in the NCAA in 2022 is not a good translator to how well you're going to do in the NFL. And I think that's what's keeping him from really getting an NFL job. It's not money. It's, uh, you know, NFL is is a seven-on-seven league in in a lot of ways, and so if Jim Harbaugh's offense this last year had been top 10, top 20, I think he'd had a much better shot at landing an NFL gig.
0: One thing I'll say, and it's not a knock against Kirk Campbell being elevated to be QB coach after Weiss uh, was fired because of the computer issues, and nothing against Moore in the job he's done, but... I've been really surprised that Harbaugh hasn't gone after one of those young hot shot wide open offensive coordinators I'm serious,
1: yeah, that surprised me a little bit too, but on the same hand i i I do think there's some 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 positives to elevating a guy from within you know I think a lot of these you know these coaching staffs have the official on field coaches and then you have an army of analysts, and I think these analysts are Obviously, around when the players are off the field and they're doing their influences and whatnot. And so, if you got a young guy who's ready to go and take a shot, then I think on one hand, it's kind of cool. It's worked in the past for Coach Harbaugh there, and and there's no reason it can't work again. And we'll see. You know, we got it, you know, this this coming fall, it'll be here before we know it. And we'll see how good this offense is. It better be better than 79th in the country or we're going to have similar results, even if we can run the football like we did last year.
0: But as you and I go back and forth, and Doug, you're a five-time Big Ten champion at Michigan as an offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, as much as we want to break it down, fans want to complain, tell Harbaugh to make up his mind, they are back-to-back Big Ten champions, blew out Ohio State twice, including this past season in Columbus, and went to the Final Four. And granted, their Final Four appearances have not been pretty. Really strong second half against TCU, but three god-awful halves. But a lot of college programs would take what Harbaugh and Michigan have done the last two years. They should be loaded, and anything below a one-loss season almost seems like a bad year uh, coming up. S- S- Skeen, by the way, with the- it does, doesn't it? And Skeen's with the Michigan well, Football you know, Podcast. We, we get greedy, right,
1: Bill? I mean, we get greedy. As I know. Man. And I-, I think that uh, – Back-to-back Big Ten titles, which hasn't been done since shoot, we were in Ann Arbor 30 years ago, uh, winning the outright title the way these guys have with the with the championship game and what they've done to Ohio State. They've certainly gotten past the, the the one of the mountains on the way to the top. And you're flirting with you know playing for a national title two years in a row in the current structure. You're doing doggone well, and and I'm really appreciative for what Coach Harbaugh has done in the last couple of years and the attitude of this team in this program, playing for each other, playing team football. The, the players seem to really enjoy each other. They look like they're having fun, so that's all good, because as you well know, Bill, from watching, it was some dark years for the last 10, 15 years before two years ago, and it was kind of miserable to watch as a Michigan former player and, and a fan of the Wolverines. It was tough, and so we can complain about, uh, you know, bad, bad passing offenses at critical moments late, late in the season in the playoffs, and that's a fair criticism, but the big picture, uh, winning the Big Ten the way we did, and getting yourself a chance in the playoff—you uh, got to get there every year before you can even, you know, start to, uh, you know, get a little perspective on uh, on what actually has happened here. And it's 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 really really good what he's done the last two seasons.
0: Doug Skeen is really really good at what he did on the football field and what he does off the field as a father, as a husband. As a Michigan man, and also as a co-host on the Wolverine.com Michigan football podcast, talking about Sean Payton staying, no, not staying in TV, leaving TV, and he will now reside in Denver as the Broncos' new head coach. That more than likely means Harbaugh's rotation with the NFL this off season is complete, unless the Colts do something crazy, but he hasn't even interviewed there yet, so we'll keep you posted. Doug, appreciate the conversation, my man. Thank you, Bill. Go blue. Now, right, Doug Skeen checking in on the Meyer guest, line. and Meyer. Proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan athletics.